Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. The time has come. The time has come. The price to be paid. Three heads as agreed when the deal was made. The debt has been called, through the voice of a child. Now summoned false, we go into the wild. Imagine a world beyond the frontier, commanded by beauty, whimsy, and fear. Where each season holds a kingdom its own, summer and winter, between and unknown. But heed the steps along your path, or else endure the Faelord's wrath. The moon and the sky, a king lost in its light. The queen's empty shadow brings with her dark night. Lost in it all, one who opened the door. She stands at the precipice, her heart yet unsure. Names have been won, and now blades will sing. The bard has been set. Will the knight takes a king? This is the Feywild West. Beware the realm of fairy. We must be wise. We must be brave. Now let's be legendary. So eventually she stops crying. I'm just holding you. You still have your wings. I do. In fact, they're wrapped around you. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Do you just have wings now? Mm, maybe. I spoke with the Undertaker. I had other things to ask him about besides my wings. That wasn't a priority? No, the priority was knowing what the fuck we are going into. Which he kind of answered. Which I kind of asked. Anyway. What time was it? It was 3 a.m. when she originally woke up. Yeah, I'm going to say it's still around like 4. I think she she gets up at this point and offers to help you up. You should try to get my rest. I'm just going to make coffee. <laughs> that works too. It's been... It's we've been, been in the too fa- long since coffee. Yeah, we haven't... I don't know actually how long we've been in the Feywilds. Like as far as like for us, like one. Mm-hmm. It's for you. It's felt like three or four days. Yeah. Like not long at all. Yeah. It's been a couple of days since we had coffee. Mm. I'm going through a withdrawal. I think I am too. My skin feels tight. Hmm. Weird. Would you feel more comfortable as a wolf? Can wolves drink coffee? 
I mean, <laughs> get you like a, a doggy dish. And puts oh a wow! Coffee. How about you don't do Co- that? Puts a coffee in it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not drinking from a dog dish. <laughs> you would if there was coffee in it. <laughs> no, it's um. Not something else. I got you, but I, I went through all the trouble of getting you a doggy dish that has your name on it. I'm gonna use it as target practice. Fair enough. <laughs> it it's a gift for you. You can do what you want with it. You use it like clay pigeons and just toss it up in the air and t- take it out. <laughs> I am gonna go make coffee though, because I'm awake. I'm awake and emotional. Kind of chuckle to myself. What? What do you think I was going to do when I found you were gone? Be really upset with me because I was going to take the doorknob too. Oh, if only I had a way out. I was hoping I'd get a head start. <laughs> you know, for someone so brilliant and talented, you can be really stupid sometimes. I'm not brilliant. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> so, coming back in, you had... Going to go make coffee. Going to go make coffee. Taking my cows out again. That explains that. Explains what? You. What does that mean? That explains the reading I got earlier. Good thing he told me to go find you. Who? Your father-in-law. I don't know what to say to that. So I'm not gonna. Ooh. Uh, is that the, the moon? The moon. The moon. Whoa. Mm. <coughs> Secrets and illusions. Yes, I know that things might not be as they seem. Two of cups. Lack of harmony. More lack of harmony. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't talking about me then. Ooh. Ooh. Judgment. Encountered. This one's you. What? The judgment card asks you to take a moment out of your usual routine of busy lifestyle to stop and think about your life so far and what you can learn from your life. In its reverse position, it may indicate that you are not allowing yourself sufficient time and space to really get to the heart of the matter you draw from the lessons of the past. Additionally, this card suggests that you may be overly hard or critical on yourself and not allowing yourself to truly learn from your mistakes. You may have made some mistakes in the past, but see these as learning experiences rather than failure or faults. Ow. Secrets, disharmony, and... Me. And you. I don't... I fail to see how we need any of this. <laughs> but... I can see the first two. It's okay for me. And the other thing is just I need to stop it. So are we drinking coffee? Yeah. Talia. Yeah? Are you still angry with me? I wasn't angry at you, honey. I'll give you a wizarding look. I wasn't. I was frustrated a little bit. But it's not really fair for me to be frustrated. Do you know why I did it? Why? Because I don't know what we are going to face out there. But I know it's not going to be good. And I know that we might not get out alive. Please don't say that. I wanted you to be able to see our children. I refuse to think we're not going to get out of this alive. 
And that sort of thinking is what will get you killed. It's kept me alive so far. <laughs> no, I have kept you alive so far. See? <laughs> it's working. <laughs> You're right, Talia. This is chess. You have to be able to see steps ahead of your opponent. That key was why we were sent to the River King in the first place. Do you know what it's for? I might. Do I explain my dream? Do you think you could find that place again? Do I remind him, Bill? Roll wisdom. Just a check. Yeah. 17. Yeah. Uh, so, 21. Yeah. I'm fairly certain I might be able to. That might be what we need to find, then. I just don't... Everything we've had to do so far in regards to him have been one step leading to the next. I don't know what game he's playing. Take my cats again. Whatever. If that key opens that door... That's gotta be what he's after, because after that, I'm done. It's a fair I'm never done. Did you tell that to Adrian? What? Nothing. What'd you get? It's a four of cups. What's it mean? A lot of things. I'm going to keep that to myself for now. I want to see what happens. Can I go check on the kids really quick? So, like, what time is it? It's about six in the morning right now. I go into Jaya's room. Do you sleep? Yeah. I go and I sit on his bed and just pet his hair that looks strikingly very familiar now. <laughs> looks good on him. Yeah. He just continues to sleep. Can I see Max anywhere? The little figurine is sitting on his nightstand. Um, I pick it up. And I put it underneath his hand. Mm. Promise to come back. We leave Jair's room. Mm -hmm. Or unless you want to say anything. No. I will say it to him when we get back. And I close close his door and go to Adrian's room. Adrian's actually waiting outside her room. Awake. What are you doing up, Kev? You're leaving again. We are going to finish this. She nods and holds out a piece of paper. I pick it up. It's the crayon drawing of the four of you. Oh. With all the animals, too. Thank you, sweetie. You'll need it. I, like, kneel down to where I'm on her level, and I take both of her hands. Before we go, I need to tell you something. Do you remember your sister? Tina. We got a chance to meet her. She kind of like huddles in a little bit. Not the way that you last saw her. She wanted us to tell you, but she was sorry. She looks confused. Sorry? Mm-hmm. She found someone that helped her and she got better. And when we saw her, we told her that we were taking care of you. She wanted us to tell you that she was sorry for what she did. She takes it in, but she seems to not know exactly what to do with it. You don't have to say anything, honey. 
We just wanted to tell you. Okay. We gotta head out. Get some sleep, okay? I'll tell you, Mom, when we get back. Tally, she looks you dead in the eyes and says, You better come back. We will come back. I promise. I will. And I can't lie. Okay. Can I have a hug? She hugs. <laughs> she hugs both of you. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll sleep, okay? Okay. Waffles when I get home. Okay. <laughs> James, Harmon. Huh? Yeah. I would ask if you're awake, but you are. Yeah. You ready to go? Yeah. He comes out and looks back and, you know, Harmon's coming. He kind of shakes his head. What? You know, I always thought I was pretty good at chess. Pointed down and better? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how many times oh, did you should, kick your ass? Oh, I should play you both sometime. Uh, a did couple. You, did you win at all? No. Hey, Harmon, how many times did you win? 48. How many times did you play? 48. Look at James. You're cute when you lie. You know that? He beat me in two moves. (laughs) That's impossible. That's what I thought. (laughs) It's like half of the game. It's like, like, move, 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 checkmate. It's like, and it's just the majority of the rest of the time is James like sitting there like, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I wish I could have filled you in on what's going on. Maybe you'd be able to tell us what you think. Well, what was to, going say, on? Say to Armin, just this whole thing. Actually, we've got time. No, we, mm, yeah, no. we do. 24 20. hours. We're just... Uh, and so how many hours do we have left? Close to eight, actually, before the full 24 hours is up. <sighs> okay, sit down. Get comfy. So we go through the whole, all of it. And that's where we're at. That is, um, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm clueless, Harmon. <laughs> Almond, you got any ideas? Broker takes Talia. Broker binds Talia. Talia binds Scythe. Selene takes Longfellow. Broker knows Selene and Talia go everywhere together, and yet tries to separate them, tries to gain Longfellow's mantle from Selene, calls in his binding, which means he has reached endgame. I wince at that. You suspect the key opens something in the Moonlit King's castle. From what I remember reading in the Law Garden, Sarastra hid a treasure behind in the mm. moon and the stars. I don't think they mean the sky. Likely not. Sarastra II reconciles with her father in order to gain access to the grounds. She has servants all over the castle now. 
was that one cell that you looked at me rather disdainfully? The one that was hanging around the Moon King? Yes. And you say that he was wearing something, a gift from his daughter? Yes, a, a, a bracelet. Mm. To keep his mind clear. And I've explained the, yeah. the corruption. If she created his madness and yet she chooses not to cure him of it, then either the expenditure of that power would be wasted and she needs it for something else, or she doesn't have the power to do it, or she wants to continue to control him. Perhaps all three, they are not mutually exclusive. It would help to know what the last task is. The last head. It is safe to say whatever it is, it is behind the door that is unlocked by the key. Yeah. Question is, what is it? That is a question. The question also is, what does the broker want behind that door? Well, I'd like to go find out. If I am correct and he is in his endgame, this is the precursor to the last move. Technique. Either way, I'm done being a pawn. I think it's kind of a serious look on our face. You know that neither of you are bound to come with us. Oh, I know. Trust me, I've been going back and forth on it for the entire time I was playing with Harmon. Uh, should I go back to my lovely desk and the mountains of paperwork, or should I stay and help my friends who are about to dive once again into mortal peril? Back and forth, back and forth. I gotta tell you, that desk look awful tempting at times. Oh, don't be sassy with me, James. The two of us could have walked out the front door, taken the doorknob, and you would have never known. Talia closes her eyes. I'm like, oh, God. I suppose you could have. But you didn't. So now you're stuck with me. <laughs> Ouch! I don't even look at Talia. But you can see the little arms coming out of my head. and <laughs> smiling, very satisfied with myself. Talia's like got her eyes closed, like, don't say anything. I'm not. Don't say, no, to me. Mm. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you don't. Well, I mean, you got a whole world to see. And you will, and you will see it once we get out of here. Yeah. I made a promise to my kids. We're coming back. And so are you. Counting on it. <laughs> Got that mountain of paper cards. Damn it, I've been gone for three weeks. <laughs> you don't Hello. even have an office anymore. You just have a room full of paperwork and you're not going to have to stand outside. It's going into the hallway now. How long did you say you were going to be gone? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I so, probably don't even know you left. Maybe you're lucky and you don't have a job anymore. Uh. Maybe they replaced you. There's also some poor fuck who has to deal with the paperwork. Thankfully, I don't think uh, they'll be quick to fire me. Uh. <laughs> they don't need to be if you've been gone for three weeks. <laughs> uh. You're gonna walk back in there and just be like doing paperwork and they're gonna be like, oh, there you are. Yeah, I'm just gonna act like I never fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really notice? I doubt it. 
A couple of the XDMP might notice that I've been gone for a little while, but... They'll cover for you, right? Uh, they'll do fine on their own. All right. Let's do this, then. She's just walking the other out under the fence, like, ha-ha, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. Just just sit there, like, ah. I don't know. I got nothing. We <sighs> head to the door. And step into the glade. Stepping into the glade. It's changed a bit. We're it's... in the right spot, right? Yes. It no, it, it looks the same except it has been decorated. There are spider silk cloth banners floating in the night breeze, going from tree to tree. A couple of trees seem to have moved, creating a path, and you can see light in the distance and stone walls. Is that where we're heading? I think so. Give me a moment. Just look around the glade. Recalling my memories of childhood, what I can recall of them. Is this what it was all for? Look up at the sky. The moon is still divided in half. <sighs> I don't have time to dwell on any of this shit, do I? Dwell on it later. <laughs> I'll rub it back. As well as you can with my wings. Mm-hmm. I actually tug a little bit on them. Yeah. What? 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 Are these coming off? What? The fezzels? Yeah. No. You just have wings now. Yeah. You look me in the eye and tell me that is not exactly powerful as it's curse. Two days ago, I killed a green dragon. There you go. Now your wife has wings. I look at James. Are you going to grow a tail? Who are you? I, I don't think so. You should get on that. I right. nodded at him like, yeah, 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 do that. Like, uh-huh. he can just fucking do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll just do that. I'm sure Ravari has something. Oh, I'm sure she does. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll get right on that. Does an 18? Yeah, you, you notice him kind of like rubbing at his chest a little bit. Is that the <clears throat> deal you don't have? Don't know what you're talking about. Got it. <sighs> I think this does a yes. All right. Well, let's go to a wedding. A fair wedding. I don't know what those are like. You're about to find out. Suppose so. You head off towards the castle. I'm holding your hand pretty tightly. I am holding your hand as well. So we head towards the castle. Okay. You enter into a courtyard similarly decked in white spider silk and you come across the first couple of guests standing, drinking, all of them wearing masquerade masks. Okay. Can is mixed I don't fucking care. Alright then. I feel nauseous. Why? I don't know, I just feel nauseous. Just like sick to my stomach, just like I ugh. Just not happy about being here. I just want to get this fucking over. Oh, all right. 
you head inside through an open gate. Again, more and more guests. Their suits seem... Their, their, their attire seems to be a bit more subdued than a ball. Mm-hmm. Slightly more mundane. Mm-hmm. There are some fantastical elements still. Uh, one person has a snake made of golden thread that continuously moves up and down his suit, constantly stitching and re-threading itself through the garment. Another individual has a suit that at first you think is polka-dotted, but then as you get closer, it's covered in eyes. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And they blink at you. Nope. As you go past. Nope. Nope. Talia takes one look at that and looks the other way very quickly. Nope. 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 The dresses, you see a lot that are made out of spider silk. A couple that look to be made out of moonbeams. Pretty. No, focus. Also present here seems to be a wider variety of fae mm-hmm. than you have seen previously. Not all of them look human or humanoid. There are a couple of large furry creatures. One that stands like eight feet tall with antlers that reach up another four feet. Their face looks like it's made from a deer skull. (gasps) Is it a Jersey Devil? Maybe. I fucking love Jersey Devils. It's like my favorite fucking thing. Anyway. But Celine's like, wow. Cool. There are also a lot of smaller type fey. Some pixies. Although actually pixies kind of seem to be spread about almost acting like decorations. Their lights being used to like cast color, pale pastel colors over certain areas. There are a lot of like smaller fae, some about the size of gnomes, a couple even smaller, but not so many. You see a mouse, just a regular sized mouse in a fancy blue like military uniform going around. It would be adorable if I wasn't so nauseated. I didn't King say he liked having conversations with mice. Yes, he did. And I agreed. Better than cockroaches, apparently. Speaking of the Moonlit King, as you make your way through the hall, you see him standing towards the center, that same severe-looking assistant standing next to him, keeping close to him. I stop. What's wrong? There he is. Who is the Moonlight King. Which one? Kind of. Oh. That guy? What do you want to do? I don't... I don't know. Do I see the broker anywhere? Perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Looking around, you don't see him anywhere. You do see a couple other people that you actually recognize, though, from the ball. Including the, uh, the Queen of Cats. The River King himself, actually. I give him a thumbs up. No, I'm not looking, but I'm like, you're cool. <laughs> you, you're alright. My list of like rating Faye, awful bullshit, never talk to them, and okay. You're okay. <laughs> That's her scale. Awful, terrible, horrible, never interact with by any means, and alright. <laughs> There's not good. There's just alright. Alright. Mm-hmm. Got it. In fact, actually, he sees you and starts making his way over. I'm still staring at the Moonlit King. 
I look slightly on guard, but I don't move. Good evening. Good evening. Look away. Good evening. A special occasion, is it not? Yes. Apparently. Did you bring a gift for the couple? My presence. <laughs> My presence is our present. He gets a concerned look. As invited guests, you must have a gift. It must be something of value to you. What if we weren't really invited, we were more coerced? What do you think an invitation is? (laughs) Really? (laughs) You know what? Good fucking point. (laughs) So everyone is here by against their will? I take out a gold coin. There you go. He gives you kind of a disparaging look. Look, I'm working. Yes, and if you don't have a gift for the table, you will be working not to die. Motions over to the left side of the hall where there is a long wooden table stacked with an assortment of weird... In some cases weird, some cases mundane, some cases kind of grisly gifts. Like how grisly? A organ that is still throbbing. Th- throbbing. <laughs> it's about the size of a yoga ball. Personally, I myself gave one of my ribs. Why would you do that? My ribs mean a great deal to me. It just blinks at you. Tyler's looking at him like he grew a third head. <laughs> Not a second head, a third one. James looks over at Harmon. Uh, I didn't bring anything, did you? Harmon looks up at him and then uh, reaches for his hat. <laughs> you are merely an entourage to the Lady of the Silken Weave. So it is I who must give a gift. You or your companion. Selene gets a strange look on her face. She looks up at the Rydra King. A gift. Something of personal significance to me. Indeed. Something precious. Preferable. Something to show my appreciation for everything that you stands between has done for me. Ideally. I have just the thing. And Celine reaches into her bag of holding and curls her fingers around a solid iron coffin spike. That burns. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. You take six points of cold damage as you're gripping that. What are you doing with that? I'm pulling it out and slamming it down on the table. Uh, As you slam a... Pure iron spike down towards the table. The River King is suddenly in front of you and catches your wrist. I understand the sentiment. I doubt that. (laughs) Don't. For multiple reasons. Least of which is that if that iron touches that table, the life of you and your friends are forfeit. Celine, take a breath. Put it back. 
Celine! I wrenched my hand away from the River Kings and put the iron spike back in the bag of holding. Oh no. What? Talia reaches in her back pocket and pulls out the picture that Adrian gave her. Something of great value with meaning. Something she said we were going to need. No. No, I don't want... I don't want him to have this. I don't either. But Talia does put it on the table. Good. Selena's looking away. The River King turns to join the rest of the wedding party, but before he does, he turns back. Never forget this feeling. Selene looks up, confused. He causes it often. Then he turns. Welcome to the Moonlit Castle, home and palace of the Moonlit King. As you are well aware, I have one final task for you. So tell us what it is and get it over with. I'm still not looking at him. I want you to kill the guardian of moon and stars. Who is? The guardian of moon and stars. So who is protecting the wall? His brow furrows for a second, then he smiles. Yes. Why? I gave you the task. I owe you nothing. Including an explanation. I think the the feathers on my wings actually like stand up, like get ruffled the way like bur- when birds yeah. get pissed. Besides, the only reason that should matter is the mark on your wife's arm. Look away. If you know the wall, I trust you know where to find it. I do remember. Yeah. And what do you want us to do after we kill whatever gods the moon stars? The Guardian protects a significant amount of treasure. Take what you want and enjoy the party. Okay, fine. Honey. Honey? She's like so angry that she's trying not to cry. Honey. I kind of like squeeze your shoulder. Celine. The wall. Yes. This way. And I go the way that I remember. As you're walking, James comes up behind you. That fella is starting to piss even me off. What the hell is his deal? (laughs) (laughs) We have been trying to figure that out for most of this game, so... (laughs) Hell if I know. He's been annoying since we met him. I don't dance it, I just keep walking. Celine. What? What's wrong? Just... I don't even know. Let's just get this done, okay? Yes. Hey, come here. And I, I stop you and and hug you. 
rub your, rub your back as best I can <laughs> with newly sprouted wings. It's alright. It's not alright. It's not alright. It's not, but it's going to be. Come on, you got this. I stop. I look up at you and I look you in the eye. I am not afraid. No, you're not. And tell me, keep going. Okay. So, you head down and down and down through corridors and staircases until they're only lit by flickering torchlight till pitch blackness. Uh, can you two see in the dark? Uh, I can. Alman? I cannot. I pull up the torch and cast light on it. Here you go. You're Alman. Thank you. You continue down the hall, your steps echoing as it grows larger and larger around you until the torch doesn't even touch the walls anymore or the ceiling. And you reach the end, an expansive wall with a massive carving of the moon and the stars. This is what it meant, right? I think so. Take out my keyblade. I start like touching the wall. Is there a, a keyhole? Nope. Oh, you're supposed to put it in. So you roll me a wisdom check real quick. Ooh, Ooh 23. The blade is made from the same fragile-looking crystal that the rapier is made from. Whenever the sword would hit something by somebody who wasn't you, anyway. It would turn to dust. She's the one holding it. I guess tap I take it? a swing at the wall. You swing it at the wall, the shaft of the key shattering against it. It bursts into glitter that spreads across the wall and each point where the glitter lands, the stone begins to dissolve away, revealing behind it moon and stars. Take your hand as it fades away. Hanging in inky blackness, crescent moon and stars, nebulas, solar systems. Cosmos. And then it moves, ripples weirdly, and two bright points of light like two new suns appear in it and it moves towards you. The whole of the cosmos moves forward, rippling and shifting as if underneath some sort of membrane or veil. So as we are walking down, I cast Deathweld on all of you. As it steps forward into the torchlight, it is revealed to be a dragon. A dragon with skin and scale, translucent, peering into deep space. Roll for initiative. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, so you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. 
Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in our show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks on new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit Esprar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.